okay. I think we're good. Okay, good. I haven't said anything for quite some time. Yeah, I know. But I'm dying. Are you dying? Were you you literally dying? Hi, and welcome to It's Going to Get Stupid, your favorite pop culture podcast. I'm Jose. I'm Richard. I was going to say... I'm Ron Birkin. (laughs) I was going to say, I'm Jose, and then... I decided not to, and then my brain... Your brain shut down. Brain it's like, shut I down. can't do this. I don't know what's happening. Midstream, you can't change the streams. Don't cross the streams. Don't cross the streams. Okay, today we are going to be talking about dystopian futures, because that's everyone's favorite topic in the whole world. They're dystopian so not-topian. They're, wow. Wow. <laughs> so, which is different than utopian futures, which is amazing. Um, that's what it is. Dystopia is... Um, let's go to the dictionary. What about fruitopia? Okay, that's also that was a drink. That's also a good future, <laughs> a future full of fruit. It is an imagined state or society where there's great suffering or injustice, typically one that is total, total, totalitarian, totalitarian, or post-apocalyptic. Okay, so there's a lot of movies that have been released, books. I mean, this is like an overwrought subject. The reason we're talking about it today is because I recently watched a movie called Snowpiercer. And I watched Elite Battle Angel. So similar, both post, you know, dystopian futures. Um, it's a little different kind of movies, you know. Sure. Uh, but we want, I wanted to talk about like, hey, what are some, basically what I really want to know, this is the, let's get down to the boiled meats. The brass tacks. No, the boiled meats, because oh, that's boiled. what you eat in the dystopian future. Oh, boiled right. meats uh, of it. I want to know what dystopian future you want to live in. Ugh. Like, which one would be the best? So we're going to discuss a couple and see. Okay, okay. Which, yeah, right. see which ones we I want. I thought you were going to ask me like, off no, 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 that's weird. That's, that's, no, that's, we already know what happens when I ask you questions right off the bat. That's not good. <laughs> the French. Uh, the French. That would be a dystopian future, though. That would the be. The French. Yeah. Um, so let's start, you know what, let's start off with our favorite. Because I have a whole list of like 25 and all this crap. But I want to start off with our favorite dystopian future. Like just like movie? Uh, yeah, I bet you. Can you guess what I'm thinking of? We talk about it a lot. Uh, He's gonna fail, guys. I am gonna fail. I asked him a question off the bat. It's my own fault. There's <laughs> <laughs> no preemptive. It's not question. the Hunger Games. Nope. We never talk. We like talk about that one. It's not Scott Pilgrim. Well, Scott Pilgrim's yeah. not dystopian future. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Matrix. I don't know. Oh, okay. Yeah. 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 So in the Matrix, yeah, is a future where human beings. Are not born. They're farmed. They're batteries. They're batteries. And there's a fight against the machines. Yes. So living there, good, bad, eh. Yeah, not so good. Not so good. Yeah. Kind of terrible. Constantly. Yeah. Well, I mean, you know, honestly, the people. It's, it's actually not bad if you don't know that you're a battery. Oh, yes. Okay. So if you were to live in the dystopia future yeah. of the Matrix, would you want to be in the battery pod? <laughs> or would you want to be like a freedom fighter? I'm going to go or released because you don't have to actually be a freedom fighter, right? Yeah. You could just you, exist. You just exist to be yeah. like, Hey, I live in Jericho. <laughs> so I wouldn't want to just be released. Okay. I would definitely want to go either way. You'd either want to be full fledged freedom like fighter freedom fighter, or like fully tapped in. I would like to just be a cook in Jericho. Right. That'd be kind of cool. Like, Hey, look, I'm just waiting but to see, die. Even then, like you're, you're not fully released, right? Like if you're a cook in Jericho, like you're going to get called in. Like, if the machines are coming service. down, 
like you're they're, they're gonna give you're gonna go in one of those big machine <laughs> yeah. things the stupid yeah. machine things from major revolutions <laughs> so your numbers up yeah like if and what kind of life do you think they actually because they didn't look they didn't look like they were like you know what i mean totally bad like they weren't they, emaciated they were yeah they were pretty healthy yeah. people ragged clothes yeah cool having parties yeah Mm, dreads flying sweat going around okay i don't think they were <laughs> and they had music dj like in morpheus the, in, the, in the core like i yeah. think you know that drunk that was such a weird scene doom 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 such a weird scene doom doom it was a weird scene it was really weird <laughs> like those those two movies that movie was are just well that was the that was the third movie right whatever no they're just the second so movie. No. they're just so odd wait was it the third movie or the they're just movie? so odd it was the second movie wasn't yeah. it that was trash <laughs> It's hot garbage. Um, I'm going to say. Uh, that's a hard one. Yeah. I'm going to say I'm going to say Freedom Fighter. Freedom Fighter. Okay. Yeah. Rick's going to be Freedom Fighter. I'm going to be Cooking Jericho. <laughs> cool. I wouldn't want to be in the pods, though. I would want to know. I yeah. wouldn't want to be like. Yeah. And then I wouldn't want to be released like once the thing is over. Yeah. And note my whole life has been a freaking lie. Yeah. That would suck, dude. Yeah. Like, think about all. Think about right now. Like, what if this was just a lie and we have a podcast? It means nothing. It means zero. I mean. Well, what's the difference? Okay, cool. <laughs> we might as well just be in a pod right now, guys. My life sucks. <laughs> anyway. Gosh. Okay. <laughs> uh, I don't think my... They have Minority Report on here, but that's not like... I mean, nobody cares. It's It, it doesn't start off dystopian, and then it quickly becomes dystopian. Because of the whole... I don't know that I have a favorite... Favorite dystopian movie? Yeah, I want to. Uh, I'm gonna say Hunger Games because it's the only okay. one that's really sticking out in my head. Let's right talk now. about Hunger Games then. Um, really good if you lived in, uh, you know, like uh, like one of the like District it? One. Yeah, District One or yeah. Two. Yeah, like you're fine. Like you I mean, actually, the, like the first four districts are pretty good, yeah. golden. But then when you get down to like District Twelve, you suck. Man. Yeah, <laughs> District Thirteen is wiped off the map. Yeah, well they're underground now and they're the yeah. military. I would want to live in like District Seven, you know, like let's get the wool or something. Man, I, I'm drawing a blank on like dystopian movies right now. Let's go through the list and then I'll I'm tell get, you. I'm going through the list. Yeah, okay. just, we're just talking. Well, about, like you started off like I only already knowing. Okay, I only had because I, I researched it. And that's yeah. my job. That that's is your job. That, that is your yeah, job. My job now. <laughs> uh, uh, what about Planet of the Apes? We're we talking Charlton Heston Planet of the Apes. Doesn't matter. Like Doesn't Wahlberg, matter. The point Planet is. The, the point is. Is it's the idea that you your planet okay is Stephen Charlton Heston okay you okay. go back to your planet you find out that it's now a planet no no but you that cyanide pill you what are you gonna do you chew the cyanide pill and die <laughs> you don't want to live with apes or intelligent nope. or even the freaking actually you know what the new Planet of the Apes movies yeah that kind of sucks too man yeah. that's looking not so good for anybody there either yeah that's because that's like I mean. I mean, I just kind of wouldn't fight the apes, right? Like, at the, some point, I wouldn't bother with them. But would they bother with you? They didn't bother. They bothered nobody. Yeah. They did nothing. Yeah. Humans are just jerks in that movie. Yeah, they really Actually, are. I don't like that movie because humans are just jerks. At least in the other movies, <laughs> the apes are actually jerks. Yeah. They're total jerks. Even yeah, the they're. Mark Wahlberg movie. That would yeah. just be weird because of the Muppet factor. But yeah. the Mark Wahlberg movie is connected to, the, well, not Mark Wahlberg himself, but you do see you do see the shuttle go off that sends Mark Wahlberg into space. Yes. Yeah. So, I I don't. It would be hard to live in where humans aren't top of the food chain. Yeah, I mean, I don't want to live in that world. Yeah, it kind of sucks, man. Yeah, especially if you know, like, it was the same place. Yeah, and like, I can't remember. Like, did he go forward in time? 
Or is he just in another universe? I think he gets lost in space for a bit and then, and then comes, back. comes back. And he thinks he's on a different planet, yes. but he's actually yeah. on Earth. Yeah. And he, he punches the ground. Yes. And he's like, damn it, you did it. <laughs> <laughs> From my cold, dead hands. Anyway, yeah. that's my Charlton Heston impersonation. That was, that was great. Uh, <laughs> terrific, wasn't it? That <laughs> <laughs> was amazing. Um, we talked about, uh, what about, what about, uh, what's that stupid diversion? No, no. (laughs) That's what you watch as punishment in the other dystopian futures. That movie was terrible. What about all the all those? No, I definitely don't want to live in Clockwork Orange. Orange. Well, I mean, like, (laughs) no, absolutely not. But why? Like, I mean, is it because? I mean, other than the because that some people were living just fine, right? Yeah. But is it because how they how they punish people? Yeah. Like the whole if you you know you get tortured and. The and brainwashed, brainwashed, or like your brain melted into yeah, you, you, something well, else. It's, it's better than you know drilling a head in their head, and right? No, the bottom, the bottom, so. it's better than the bottom. No, it's not. I don't cool. know. I, I think they're both pretty bad. <laughs> oh, Gattaca, that's a good one. I like that. Never one. Okay. saw it. You never saw Gattaca? No. Okay, so the premise of Gattaca is you because and all these dist- the whole things these dystopian future have in common, it's about control of people, right? So in the future, you're able to engineer your baby, right? Okay. So you don't have a baby anymore. You go to the baby store, basically. So basically like what we're trying to do in real life. Yes. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. You say, I want a baby with blue eyes. I want Mm, this, 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 this. (laughs) And then they take all the defects. They take your egg and your, not your egg, but her egg, your sperm, put it together, take all the defects out and make a perfect freaking human being. Gotcha for the most part yeah and then so you can read people's dna like you go to you you take a piece of their hair and you put it to the dna store yeah or the check place do you like scan them like a like a check it'll scan their dna and then it'll tell you hey this person is good or this person is not good or Mm -hmm. you're compatible crap like that so based upon your dna you can get hired for certain jobs you can do this you can do that like so the premise is there's a guy who was born normally meaning his parents had sex and then he was born Without any intervention. Yeah. So he has a heart, a potential heart defect. Okay. That's the problem with it. The DNA says there's a percent chance that this could happen mm-hmm. because of your DNA. Yeah. So they said that he might have a heart problem. So he wants to be an astronaut. He can't. He, he, is this Ethan Hawke's character? Yes, Ethan Hawke's character. Okay. So he meets um, Jude Law's character, who is an Olympic swimmer overseas, broke his back, can't swim anymore, but has the perfect DNA. Okay. Right? And so he takes his place. So he basically like... Cuts off all his fingertips and they cut his hair short. They do all this crazy stuff to make sure he doesn't leave any evidence around. So basically, it's about being controlled based upon your DNA. Okay. Would you want to live in that place? No, absolutely not. <laughs> you know what? As I was saying, you're like, this sounds terrible. And as as we're describing these movies, you're asking me like, which one would I want to live in? None of them. <laughs> but I'm saying like, how would you like? Not necessarily which one would you want to live in, but how would living in there even work? Like, you know what I mean? Like, what would you badly, <laughs> terribly? <laughs> it wouldn't work very well. So, the, in in the Gattaca, the the people that are are non with the people that fake being somebody else are called degenerates. <laughs> you know what? This movie sounds oh, sounds terrible. Man. But I'm going to tell you one thing right now. Degenerate. This movie did two great things. Yeah. One, Uh it made a great dystopian film called Gattaca. Two. Can the movie make itself? Yes, it did. It did. It did. (laughs) Two, it created 
um, Maya Hawk. Fair enough. Because Uma, she was great. Uma Thurman. Because she was great in Stranger <laughs> Things and 3. Ethan Hawke were in this movie, and that's probably where they yeah. met. And then they had... Yeah, if, if any, if there was any reason for Uma Thurman and Ethan Hawke to ever be together, it was to create Maya, Maya Hawke. Hawk. Yeah. So anyway, that was a good that was a good dystopian feature. Yeah. I thought that was pretty pretty solid. Oh, Blade Runner, yeah, another good one, man. Where you have that's a that's that's an interesting one. Yeah, just because it's so. Um, I really like the from the outside looking in. It's it's really cool, like v- visually to see that type of technology, like the the high tech kind of cities or whatever. The whole world itself in that movie kind of it's trash, right? Yeah. It's trash world. Yeah. It's like, really, I wouldn't want to live there ever. No. And the whole thing is like, so they're using these replicants as labor. Yeah. Right? Which is probably putting people out of... R.I.P. Rucker Howard. Which is probably putting people out of a job. Yeah. Number one. So, yeah. get hey. back over that wall, you, you, <laughs> you replicants. <laughs> and two... <laughs> and two, they start treating them like less than human because they're not human right yeah but that goes into the whole is an android should an android be treated a certain way so you have that movie you have uh district 13 also similar but those are aliens yes a little different should they get the same treatment as a as a as a male human Sure. Or, I mean, sorry. <laughs> yes, actually, actually true. 100% true. That was not a slip of the tongue. That is the truth, y'all. I mean, that's that's what that's would be debated a, in sorry. the dystopian future. I was going to say white male humans. My bad. <laughs> My bad. Totally wrong. Sorry about that. Um, but anyway, so. White male human Republicans. Wow. Um so would they get treated? My my, my computer's like, I'm shutting down, guys. I'm done. This is, this is too much for me. Uh, <laughs> Would they get? Should they get treated the same? And I like that kind of idea. But think about using Android labor. What's going to happen eventually? You get to another dystopian future. Which one? I am robot. Terminator. Terminator. What you get to? Yeah. Terminator. Yeah. Which, like, I would rather live in the Matrix the, future than the Terminator the ter- future. Well, duh. Right? Because one hundred percent, like, they're just trying to kill all humans. <laughs> what is the end goal there? In Terminator? Yeah. It's just to wipe humans off the face of the yeah, earth? Because they were a danger reason? to themselves. But who cares? Skynet was, was, was... So th- what's going to happen once they kill the last human? Are they just going to blow up? Is Skynet going to be like, I did my job. Suck them out. Then is he really, at that point, is Skynet actually an artificial intelligence or is he just... It's just an, a machine doing an, his an, job. A machine doing his job. Yeah. Wow. Think about that, y'all. Yeah. Think about that, chat. I don't know why I did that. Hello, chat room. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> I like I liked it. like I, I I tend to think that the dystopian future thing is played out. Yeah, but if it's done well, yeah. So let's talk about Snowpiercer, okay, for a second, because I think that movie was done really well, hundred percent. So if you've never seen Snowpiercer, I okay. When I heard about this movie, I thought this movie's stupid. This is the dumbest movie. Because it takes place in a train. It just sounded stupid. Yes. Yeah. It's about a train. Basically, we messed up the world. We mm-hmm. froze the world. Stupid. Because we were trying to do something. I don't even remember what we were trying to do, but we well, shot something into space. like we blacked out the sky in the Matrix. Kind of. Kind of. But what we did is we shot this chemical into the sky, and it caused the world to freeze over. Okay? Right. Now, because the world fro- froze over, you know... I don't know if it happened instantly or it was slowly, but this guy before that had built a train to run and they built a track all over the world. It's so stupid. See, even talking about it sounds stupid. Yep. He built a track that goes around the world. Yep. Okay. And he was an eccentric billionaire kind of guy. 
whatever. And so they had, they let the people on the train, but they had a caste system. So they have people in the back of the train who are the poor. Yeah. Right. Then you go up, as you go up further the train to the head of the train, people get richer and they live better, different lives and they get filet mignon, even though there's no, the train never stops. It keeps moving. Yeah. So they have to have this self, they keep talking about this like ecosystem that they have. Yep. Right. And so when you're in the back of the tail section, you have no room, you get fed protein blocks, which are... Which happens to be made out of people. Which, no. No, it wasn't. I'm pretty it, was, sure it, was, it was bugs. Oh, okay. It was bugs. Because I, 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 I saw the scene and I was like, oh no, they're just chopping up people and that yeah. would be Soylent Green, uh, which is another dystopian future. Yeah. Would you be okay with eating people? Anyway. No, um, I would not. Well, I mean, if that was all they had left though. No. Chris Evans' character in there was okay with eating people. Yeah, he was. Including babies. Yeah. He was like, babies taste best. <laughs> that was the craziest little monologue yeah. ever, I've ever heard in my life. It was great. Yeah. Anyway, so... That's right. They didn't... They didn't. The protein bars weren't people, but didn't they actually eat? They, yeah. People? So what happened is when they first like got if on the train, someone died. Didn't they eat them? No. So when they first got on the train, um, the people in the tail section didn't get any food or anything. They right. gave them nothing, and they weren't allowed to go up in the front of the train. So they right. went crazy after a couple of like days or yeah. months not eating, and they started eating people. So like, what are you going to do? They prayed on the week, yeah. And then he said something about babies taste best, and basically he was one of the people that was going around killing people and taking their babies and eating them, yeah. Until a guy stopped them and cut it. Then people started cutting their own limbs off. That's right, people. That's right. Which is crazy. And he was like, he was like, I know what people taste like. Okay, yeah. that's my life, guys. That's really <laughs> that's like how he said it too. And then he was like, Captain America. Um, no. <laughs> so this train, anyway, this train keeps running. And it's all silliness about the mortal engine and, and uh, what's yeah. her name? Uh, Tilda Swinton's character. Yeah. Phenomenal. Oh, yeah. so good. Like down to when she's dying, she's still like, oh, the maker and this and that. Really great. Um, what's her name was in it? Oh, man. Mm, I don't remember her name. Darn it. Let me look it up. She was the teacher. She was great too, but like they're all this this brainwashing they're doing to people about how this train is. We have to keep it this certain way, um, and this ecosystem really well done. the The fight sequences were really cool. So there's one where the train goes dark, and they have to fight this other group of people that are in masks. Yeah, they're, they're like guards. Yeah, I don't, I don't know. I guess they are. I don't know what they are. I have no idea. I don't care. It was freaking cool. Looked amazing. Yeah, it really did. Um, looked awesome. And there's just all these little backstories going on, and it's good. Like I, I thought it was gonna be dumb because they're on a train the whole time. The problem I had with this movie, Allison Pill, Allison Pill, yes, I knew she looked from from yeah. uh, Scott, Scott Pilgrim. Um, anyway, so at the end of it, he finally gets to the front, meets the guy after everybody else has been. They killed everybody else. Yeah, they killed almost all the not everybody in the tele section, but like almost everybody. Anyway, he meets Ed Harris, who is the guy running the train, and he basically says, "Look, you're supposed to take over my job." If you if he made it up if there. If he made it up there, well, the whole plan the whole plan was is the guy in the tail section, the leader of the tail section, Gilliam, who was old I can't remember the dude's yeah. name either. But anyway, he was the older guy. He was the one that cut his arm off in the beginning right. to give to Chris Evans so they could eat and so he could stop killing people, and has raised Chris Evans to be this better guy. Um, made a deal with the leader of the train mm-hmm. that they would have rebellions every now and then to thin the herd out. Right. So that they can get more space and it would be okay. You know Population what I mean? control. Population control. And so Chris Evans didn't know this at all. The character didn't know this. And he thinks it's a lie. But then Ed Harris's character knows he's getting old and is going to die. And need, they need a leader. Someone who can make the tough choices. Yeah. And has seen both sides. He has seen what happens to people when you don't have order. Right. And when you don't have an ecosystem. So that was the whole theme of it. I thought it was really cool. I thought that was great. All mm-hmm. that was great. 
the one problem I had is so what happens at the end is they blow a hole in the train. Yeah. For some stupid reason, okay? Because there's the one guy, the engineer that they're taking down the train. He thinks the snow's melting. Obviously, that means we should be able to go out and we can actually survive out there. We don't need to be on this train anymore. They've been on the train for 18 years. That's a long time, man. That's a long time. So they blow a hole in the train. That, of course, blowing a hole in the train that's moving at whatever speed uh, in the mountains causes an avalanche, which causes the train to crash. Yep. Everyone dies, supposedly, except two people. The engineer's daughter... And the young boy who was manually working the train yeah. <laughs> down in the pipes. And they walk out with their big heavy coats into the snow on the mountain. And they see a polar bear. And the polar bear looks at them hungrily. And he's, he's like, like mm, dinner. He says, oh, man, I'm about to eat. <laughs> the polar bear was not emaciated, which means the polar bear has been eating and has been fine. So my question is, how does polar bear survive everything? Yeah. Maybe they were wrong in their things, I guess. I don't know. But... I don't think they're going to survive either. So it's like human race, because remember, these are the last people on Earth, period. Yeah. This is the last human race, and now they're dead. Yep. Because Pull they, them. Cause they, cause they blew a hole in the train and stopped it. Yeah. Um, it, it was a very depressing ending, actually. Yeah, I mean, some people is. think it's hopeful, but I think it's super depressing. I mean, there's that chance, right, that they make it, that they somehow evade the polar bear. And so someone that's grown up on this train their whole lives, never been out in at any. How would all, they even? All, all I'm saying. How would they even know what to do, Rick? Saying, how would they even know what to do? They have no supplies. That, they have. There's no chance. It's it's a point. <laughs> oh 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 oh. So you're saying there's a chance. <laughs> there's a point. Oh 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 oh. Negative one percent chance of them surviving. It was just very very there's sad. No negatives and chances. Yeah, there's negative and their chances <laughs> is definitely negative. In fact, they they would. Have, if they just stood still and did nothing, they have a better chance of surviving than... No, you're supposed to tell anything. bears that you're there. Yeah, right. So hey, like, I'm hey, over bear. here, guys. Hey, bear. Polar bear. One of the most... Okay, one of the deadliest bears there are. Yeah. Polar bears. Anyway, so it's yeah. Bear. So I didn't, I didn't... I mean, it's not like I didn't like the ending. I just thought it was like kind of anti... It's not the ending you wanted. It was anticlimactic for me. It was kind of weird. It was kind of weird with all the other good stuff they put into it. And it didn't... I mean, I guess he made a choice at the end, but the choice was like, I'm going to let the train blow up. It was weird. No. Yeah. I'd rather do that than keep this charade going. Yeah. And I guess he realized, well, I mean, maybe it makes sense. He realized, like, this is never going to be sustainable unless no. we do this. And I don't want to do this anymore. Yeah. And maybe we need to end as a human race. But it didn't work because those two people survived. He should have shot them in the head first before they crashed the train. <laughs> that would have made more sense. Anyway. <laughs> and they'd still have but, zero probability of survival. But that's okay because that's what he wanted. Yeah. So Snowpiercer was actually a pretty good movie. I would not want to live on that train. Yeah, because I don't want to eat bugs. Yeah, and I don't want to eat babies. Fair enough. I wouldn't even want to live in the in the like the front section either. No, I'd just jump off the train because I would because knowing that there's people like suffering. But did in the, the back, front section know that there was people suffering in the back, or did they assume? They do because the kids remember when they went to the class. Yeah. They talked about the they, the tail section. They said, "Hey, these are our guests from okay. the tail section." They go, "I heard the tail section doesn't do this." So yeah, they yeah, thought yeah. they were yeah, like, "You're right, the trashiest right. people ever." And they kept calling them freeloaders. Yeah, it was very like it was a very politically motivated movie too. Yeah. Like these people, the last humans on Earth, they're freeloaders because they didn't do anything. But I'm like, what did these people in the front? That's what Nothing. I really want to know. They should make it. They no, they actually were, they were born into privilege. But I want to. You know what? That they're making a show about it, right? Yeah. They should actually talk about how those people got on the train, like the so. Like kind of, of ex- explore some of the backstory. That would be. Yeah. I, I'd be interested in that. So I think, I think like Handmaid's Hand, Handmaid's Tale is kind of doing that, where they they're starting to show more glimpses of, of the pa- how the creation of, the past of Gilead. and 
and kind of like where where it kind of came from. At least in season two, they did a lot of that. What about the Handmaid's Tale? Would you want to? No. Would you want to live there no. either? No. No. Why not, Rick? Maybe in Canada. Would you? Would what? I mean, because so Julie, when we we're watching the show, Julie asked me. She's like, "What would you do if that was us in this situation?" And I would. I told her I'd die. Yeah. I would, I would die trying I would to rescue. Die. You. I would I, die trying to rescue. I guess I would one hundred percent die trying to get my family and, into out of the out of Gilead into into Canada. And then she said, "No, you can't die. That doesn't solve anything." I'm like, "You're right. That's a bad idea." I would actually fake being a Gilead <laughs> person and doing all these terrible things, yeah. just so I can get to the point to where I could take my family and get the heck out of there. So. Yeah, but even as like as we were watching the story, like as we we're watching that story unfold, it's obviously like. You're you're gonna go insane. Yeah, I don't man, it would be terrible. Like, I feel guilty. I couldn't even live my life. Like both like. of both of the protagonists in that show have gone insane to 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 some accord. I mean you had you have the Emily character who literally went insane and ran over a dude I forgot multiple times. You know times. what's crazy? So you you kept up you're watching yeah. okay. So I was watching it and then when she was breaking down because she had to tell because they were she was telling the consulate telling the consulate like, about what she did yeah i had totally forgot she killed that dude oh yeah I like forgot. she ran she over his head insane. and yeah. so where the difference is and i know we're going off to change of handmaid's no, tale this is, this is good this is about easily one of, easily one of my favorite shows right now it's a good it, it's really hard to watch and it's 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 good at depicting a dystopian future that is like almost hopeless and very realistic yeah, like it could happen. Yeah. Like easily. You know, I mean, like not easily, but it could happen. Well, yes. no, I mean, it, it, just think about like if you put like a sexist, racist um, administration into place. Yeah. This is what it leads to. But I mean, we would never do that. Like that would never happen. So, I mean, that's where like the fantasy comes in. But <laughs> I mean, that's that's the fantasy never part. Vote that in ever. That's, that's the ridiculous. fantasy part, right? Yeah. Fantasy. Where you know, like where we would like build boundaries around things to where like you know you can't, you know you just blow up half of the country, <laughs> and just you know let everybody else deal with it. Um. Anyways, <laughs> um, you see both of the protagonists go insane. Mm-hmm. Like you see Emily go insane. I can totally hear that in the microphone. Oh really? You see Emily go insane like right off the bat. Like she never lets she never really falls into the game. But then you see June fall like try to like play her time in gilead as a game right because like she she thinks she, that she can outsmart it and she can't right? and she can't i it, love that about that though she's not like with putting her up against serena yeah i like it because serena isn't she didn't she didn't manipulate her right enough yeah. you know and she forgot the power of a mother's love and well, care. She didn't stay focused. Like she, she's playing. She's playing like so many different too many games. angles. She's playing so many angles and like. But even if she kept on, in, in essence, she's almost playing herself. I think she is. At, yeah. at a certain point, when she decided not to go to Canada yeah. to try to rescue her child, realizing yeah. that, that was a fool's errand, and yeah. you're not going to be able to do that. Yeah. I think she made a mistake, man. She's. Just I think left she probably. She's just left with yeah. the kid. And have you caught up uh, all the way up? No. To, okay. What was the last episode you watched? Uh, it's the one where they were at the steps of the Lincoln Memorial. Okay. So you missed a lot. Yeah. There's there's like three or four episodes. Yeah. I highly recommend catching up. Well, eventually sometimes. Um, but no, I wouldn't want to live there. You wouldn't live there? No. Um, I, again, I couldn't live in another country without... I'd, I'd be like, this is why is this happening? Why are we letting... Sometimes I think that now. Anyway, <laughs> why is this happening? What is going on? No, I, I definitely couldn't live there. And that would... 
that 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 one is terrifying. That's a bad one. It's really, that's terrifying. A really terrifying one. It's really terrifying. And that's the thing about some of these features are like they're like eh, like Blade Runner. Yeah, that's not terrifying. That's just kind of sad. But there's some that are like like even even Hunger Games. I mean, it's not really. It's kind of terrible because you're taking these kids and randomly putting them into this, yeah. and the only reason they're doing that is because someone had a rebellion a long time yeah. ago. That's I, insane. I to think me. the scary thing about Hunger Games, Handmaid's Tale, things like that, it's very easy to fall into the trap of like, I'm just trying to survive the day, mm-hmm. and and falling into like this is normal, like like everything is okay as long as I do my job and I stay in my place, I'm gonna be fine. Right. And you see a lot of that in all the characters in most of the, in most of these movies. Unfortunately, that doesn't last forever. Yeah. Right. It, 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 you eventually run out of rope and you make a misstep in front of the wrong person. Right. And that's what ends up, you know, putting you on the wall or getting you killed or throwing you into a random game where you have to survive uh, a battle royale style competition. Right. Well, that's just chance, and that's the thing. It's all chance, and like, yeah, because you're you're not in control of anything, and the society is is just so right. ultra controlled. Like you said, one misstep out of line puts you here, or just some random chance. Yeah, is like, now nah, we're just gonna do this, and there's no, there's you have no recourse to do anything. Right, and that's really so. We're gonna talk about Battle Angel leader in a yeah. second, but I think the thing that I learned from these dystopian movies is that we should always fight injustice. Yep, always, no yep. matter what. 100%. And we should never, ever... Sorry, I keep messing with this. <laughs> I'm going to slap um, it out of your head. <laughs> I, I, and we should always fight against tyranny. Always. Yeah. I mean, I mean, even if it does not... The popular thing to do, yeah. even if people think, well, it's okay, and they're making excuses for it, because I don't want that. I think at the, at, the the end, at the end of the day, we know when something's wrong. Yeah. Like, right. we know when this... If it just... I, I mean... The ends don't justify the means. They never do. No. They never do no. because they become different ends. Right. They just become different ends. And right. the means become, it changes the means, right? right? And so if we think, well, these are the good things that are happening. Like if you're, okay, if you have to murder a baby every day, not to save a thousand people, but just to like make a thousand people happier or some stupid yeah. thing like that, you know, like that's not the right thing to do. No, like I don't care far. how, yeah, I don't care yeah. how good it is. It's like we're can we figure out another way to do this? Yeah. Do we have to murder a baby? Like, that's a really bad thing. You yeah. know what I mean? So I think that's an extreme example, but we should always fight against tyranny yeah. and speak up when things don't look right. right. And even if we're wrong, even if I'm wrong about how it looks, that's okay. Yeah. I'll admit that I was wrong. Well, but- and it's something that you and I talk a lot about, like, especially like in the church and different things like that, like that we have to be okay with getting uncomfortable yeah. and, and not just, just protecting our bubble. Right. Because eventually that danger will, will burst, like will, will get into your circle. Yeah. Right? Well, I mean, if you think about the Nazis and I, that's, that, I, I really do feel like that's an extreme. I, I do. Even yeah. the same age, I think it's an extreme um, comparison. Yeah, yeah. Right. Yeah. But it, it is true about this one thing is that I didn't say anything when they came for these people. I yeah. didn't say anything when they came for these people. And then no one could say anything when they came for me. Right. Right. They're not going to stop. No one. And if you see that progression, it doesn't just stop with a certain number no. of people. If they're going to be that way toward a certain kind of people, they're going to be that way toward anybody exactly. that gets in their way. That's exactly. a, that's a steamroller, right? Yeah. You don't you don't see you don't stand in a line with a bunch of people, see yeah. them get steamrolled, and be like, "Hey, it's not me." And then the steamroller's right in front of you, be like, "Hey, somebody help me!" But they all got steamrolled now, yeah. and you didn't do anything. You know what yeah. I mean? So, and the guy driving the steamrollers and be like, "Oh, cool, I did enough." Yeah, like, <laughs> I met my quota, <laughs> oh my so <laughs> we're good. We're good. 
<laughs> so yeah, I mean, you know, we really have to be caught. Got rid of ninety nine percent of you, and there's I only one percent left. Wow. So you guys are all right. <laughs> wow. Um, so anyway, that's what this teaches me when I yeah. watch these movies. Like, yeah, the way to combat this is to not be silent. Because if you look at Handmaid's Tale. I'm sure there were protests, and I'm not saying there was any, but it was kind of like, oh, well, you know, this is crazy what they're doing, but I'm sure they won't go on. Well, and past it was, that. and it was very little adjustments to everyday yeah. society. Changes, right? little changes here. Little oh, changes. now you can't go to work. Oh, now you can't yeah. do this. Now, now you can't you own property. Now you can't. Now you can't own money, or yeah. you can't have any money. It's like, wait a minute. At some point, you're like, this is probably not a good idea, yeah. guys. This is not good, yeah. and it's not going to stop. You always think someone else is going to take care of it, right? And that's not always the case. Yeah. So, speak up, people. Yeah. Um, anyways, the last movie I watched, I know we were talking about Snowpiercer. Uh, that was the last movie Jose watched. Uh, our last two episodes are just all crazy in format. Yeah. Um, the last movie I watched was Battle Angel Alita. Um, I gotta say, I didn't care for it. Ring is a um, fascist. The, <laughs> the more I, I watched the movie and I was like, that was okay. And the more I thought about it, I was like, I really, I really didn't care for this movie. Um, as a Hispanic man in pop culture society i want to raise up robert rodriguez <laughs> and yet it continues to be the same situation where it's a lot of stuff there's a lot, a lot of, of style. cool things there's a lot of style is he the hispanic Zack snyder maybe <laughs> um but his story like the stories they just don't translate well or they, they just kind of seem empty and hollow. The thing with Battle Angel Alita, like it takes place in this, in this, in far into the future. It, so it takes place far into the future and then 300 years past that. <laughs> what does that even mean? Well, because they've established this future where oh, the, the okay. United Martian resistance yeah. or whatever, or United, whatever, United Republic of Mars steps in, like they have their, their, their own army. They step in, so that's the future that we're at. And they, right? get, they fight, and then they fight against them, and, and then lose. it takes place three hundred years after that war. And then Mars loses, right? Mars loses. the The last place standing is this kind of sky city called Zalem, um, which is led by this crazy person named Ed Norton. Nova, Ed which is Nova, who was in it for like two seconds. Um, Edward Norton, yeah, Edward P. Norton. <laughs> Um, on the ground, you kind of have his main henchman, which goes by the name of Vectors, played which by, Blade. which is played by Blade, and Jennifer Connelly is his kind of sidekick, who also kinda. happens to be um, Christoph Waltz's Waltz's wife, like in the movie, in the movie, not in real life. Yeah, Christoph Waltz was from Zalem. Mm-hmm. He is a scavenger and also a hunter killer, which come up with a better name than hunter killer. killer. That, that great. Every time no. I heard that, that graded me. I was like, it was oh. so bad, but it's from the manga, dude. It's, I understand it's that. Not about I understand that. Changing so things. the hunter killers are basically the police. He's also an Android on the, surgeon. By on the, the way. Yeah. He's an Android surgeon. He helps out other androids or cyborgs and he finds junk oh, yeah, parts. Not androids, he cyborgs. finds junk parts that get dropped down from Zalem. He finds this head yep. unit puts his daughter puts it into his daughter's body that he, that's a that's a confusing statement rick his his, his daughter had gotten he, injured but she died well bef- yeah and he made a body for her so that she could walk and yeah. then she died before the body was used this is what i'm talking and about so he There's used just the, so much stuff and so he put the he put alita on the body yes because he really wants a daughter yes and so he made himself a daughter 
And named guys. her Alita. Named her Alita, yeah. which is his daughter's name. So they, it's really they, creepy. They actually. never explain why Alita has white set eyes or why any of because her Because the erm. They don't explain why any of the erms have white because set eyes. on Mars, your eyes get wide set like that. <laughs> Obviously, the pressure makes your eyes go like that, bro. Because what's her name? Michelle Rodriguez was in it, right? Wasn't Michelle Rodriguez? Was she? Was she, was she the leader? I don't. Well, they were Maybe. fighting together. Yeah. It didn't look like her at all. I mean, keep talking about it. Um, Alita's played by Rosa Salazar. Who I thought I mean she all the, the only movie I've ever seen Rosa Salazar in was that stupid Bird Box movie and she yeah. was only in it for a little bit. She's only in it for a lot. Of, she was in some Toyota commercials a long time ago. Toyota commercials and y'all. she was in the TV show Parenthood. Oh, that's why for okay. quite some time. Um, I lost my train of thought. Sorry, like, my, it's bad, just, my bad. It's just so much stuff. Um, it did seem like they jam packed a lot of things in there. The thing about this movie. Is it, there's a lot of things going on. There's a lot of like mythology that they're trying to, to to shoehorn into re, into this reality, and like, so th- there's this there's this one fight scene where Alita figures out that she can fight, um, that she has that natural ability because she was a warrior 300 years ago. She was an Erm warrior 300 <laughs> years ago, and she does this this weird axe kick. And they're like, "That's Panzer Kuntz fighting style. Who's Panzer Kuntz?" What is Panzer Kutz? Don't care. Why? So, like, uh, it just, it doesn't make, it doesn't matter. So I'm going to point out, I'm going to point out a few things here. Yeah. Uh, I was just asking the other day, whatever happened to Jeff Fahey? Who's Jeff Fahey? And he's an actor. He's in this movie as McTeague, the dog, the dog guy. Oh, that's right. <laughs> that's Jeff right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Anyway, that answers that question. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, uh, Casper Van Dien. Also in this movie, didn't realize. Didn't realize that. Yeah. Oh, who was he? Uh, he was a muck, one of Ido's former cyborg patients. So they showed him in there. I don't wow, know. Wow. So it's gone from Starship Troopers to random. Yeah. Random. Michelle Rodriguez was Gelda, a Martian cyborg commander from the okay. 23rd century. Sure, she was. In flashbacks. And Jai Courtney was also in this movie. That For two seconds. I didn't realize it. For two seconds. Quit trying to make Jai Courtney happen. Oh, that's sad. Jai Courtney. He's not good, man. Yeah, I mean, so I probably have the same problems with the movie that you did. Yeah. But I like the flash in the no substance. I like the flash. I realized the story was very thin. Yeah. Like it wasn't. 100%. Then the, the whole love story part about it didn't need to happen at all. No, not at all. Waste of time. Yeah. Waste of everything. They could have put something else in there that I would have rather had. The motorball or whatever they call it. And unnecessary. I mean, it was only necessary because it was a pivotal scene in the movie where she's trying to be in motorball because she's trying to get to the stupid thing. Yeah, it's just a vehicle to try to get her up into the other place, which yeah. she didn't. She could have just probably walked up there. I don't know. Yeah. Man. Anyway, apparently, um, there's oh, a, oh, and then also when she finds the urn body that Ito yeah. um, refuses to put her in, she totally acts like a brat, becomes a hunter killer, gets her body all mangled. So that he has to put her in to that Erm yeah. body. What's wrong with that? Also, Jackie Early, Earl Haley was the uh, Garishka, the big dude. Did you just voice it? No, it was his face too. You can, oh, can kind of okay. tell when you look yeah, at his yeah. face. But like really like. Yeah, I mean, he's all crazy. Yeah. I, the fight scenes are really cool. The fight scenes are great. The, even the rocket ball or whatever that stupid sport is called. That, that one where they're trying to kill her is yeah. really great. So, what was that movie that... Um, Rollerball? No. It was the one with the girls trapped in a school, and they all have these weird fantasies about big giant samurais. Sucker Punch. Sucker Punch. This was Sucker Punch. 
This is like Sucker Punch. A lot of flash, no substance. Looks super cool, right? Like, but but see, okay, so like here. this this would be great. Like if I was at like an EDM show and like this was just playing on the background and it's like so so there's just like ah, there's but, so much stuff but, happening. But here's here's the thing. I think what Robert Rodriguez is trying to do, because yeah. if you look in the history of Battle Lead Angel, yeah. there's a lot of good yeah. stuff in there. This beginning stuff, not so good. Yeah. It's not so good. And and they and he's trying to establish something so that he can get to the good stuff. And he's sure. trying to put like the flash and all that other yeah. stuff in. So as an entry movie, probably not the best. I was okay with a lot of it because I'm excited about where it's gonna go. But are they even making a sequel? Uh probably it made a lot of money, man. Did it? Yeah. I think it's. I think it made enough to make a sequel. I think it's gonna be good. This uh, is my problem with pop culture. I'm gonna go on a rant for a second. Go on a pop culture rant. There's there's a lot of assumptions just because something makes money that you should make that more it's of it. good. Yeah, I didn't say it was good because it made money. That no, but so like, Batman vs Superman made a lot of money too. Th- there's a there's a, a podcast I listen to. I'm not gonna mention the name of it. Um, but one of the guys is younger. One of the guys is older. And the older guy has a lot of like affinity for like classical things, you know, just just things that have natural like artistic value, right? The other one, who's much younger, he's probably like early thirties. His his equation for is something is good or artistically has value is how much money did it make, or like how many downloads does it get, and things like that. But and and so I. I I feel like, like if you if you look at the music industry, like of where where it's where it's gone, and you you we've lost like the albums, right? Like there's no more albums. Yeah, there's no more albums. It's just singles, right? It's, and it's it's stream streams. It's not and even, streams, right? Like it, not, do, it doesn't not, even matter. They don't care how much you. They don't care how many of albums or singles you no, buy. They don't care about none I of mean, that. It's how how many streams downloads that you're not even paying for, and that's the value. My favorite thing to do when I was in high school was to go to the music store. Buy a stack of CDs, open them up, and look at like the artwork and see who the thank yous were. Mm-hmm. Like that was the first yeah. thing I ever did. You don't get that anymore, and I feel like that's where like a lot of like like oh I made a lot of money, so we're gonna make a sequel of it. Avatar made a ton of money. No one should be making sequels of that of that but, of that movie. But, but so okay, I get what you're saying. Of like money doesn't always equate to critical success, right? Right. Meaning it doesn't mean it's a good movie in terms of yeah. But then you think, what does a what does a good movie even mean? And you're right because like, um, like art is totally subjective, right? Yeah. So, but but the thing is, is some is because something's popular. Does yeah. that make it good? Right? Because there are a lot of people. I'll tell you right now, there are a lot of people that like Batman versus Superman. It sounds crazy. It sounds it crazy. Does. But there are a lot of people that'll be like, you know what? It sounds it's, like this is the start of the Hunger Games, I, and this is where the districts get formed. It's just, <laughs> it's just like they're like, well, it wasn't that bad. It was a good movie. Yeah. I like the movie. Yeah. I like this. They maybe didn't like parts of it. Most people I know yeah. that are my friends don't like it. Yeah, that's why they're my friends. Yeah, but the majority of people like the movie. Yeah, that's crazy to me. So just because something's popular, does that make it good? No, I, I don't think it does. I mean, doesn't make good to me necessarily. Yeah. But then again, I like Battle Angelita. Yeah, I know. You like Snowpiercer. I'm, I'm going on a rant. I know. No, I it's mean, it's not necessarily about I, Battle Angelita. No, no, I'm just getting tired it's about of making like, something making something again, even yeah. if it wasn't a good movie. Because forget pop cults like the movies we like. Yeah, I'm talking about like, hey, let's make 15 
I don't know, paranormal activities or some right. crap. Like, I'm done with that, dude. Let's make a Conjuring universe. Why <laughs> are you doing this? Yeah. Like, these movies are trash and everybody knows yeah. it, but people like seeing it, yeah. you know? Um, Why are we making four Avatar sequels? <laughs> I, you know, honestly, to a, to a greater extent, why keep making Star Wars? Yeah, I mean, because I mean, now, but, oh my God, I'm probably going to get roasted for this. <laughs> I love Star Wars. Yeah, me personally, right? Are they good movies? Not as good as they used to be. They're not. I don't think they are. Um, compared to like from an action standpoint, I feel like they're better. From a story standpoint, I feel like the original trilogy. Yeah, is that's, but that's the yeah, point. Yeah. I mean, yeah, again, all yeah, substance. Yeah, I mean, all flash, no substance. Yeah. From a story-wise, it's very muddled. It looks yeah. cool, and some of the things they do are really good, yeah. and they're enjoyable, but is Star Wars just an entertaining film? It was back in the day, but yeah. it was also really well done. Yeah. So now we're diverging to making like, hey, let's just make really cool-looking films, and who cares what the story is? Because no one's going to care. Yeah. That's why Transformers makes a lot of money. Those movies are garbage. Those movies have always been garbage. Even Bumblebee, their best movie. Literally, Bumblebee is their best movie. Yeah. And it was not that good. <laughs> I yeah. mean, I it was compared to like movie. When you talk about movies, yeah. I mean, it wasn't. It wasn't yeah. a good movie. Yeah. It was fun. It was, but fun, it wasn't a good movie. Barely. But even the Transformers, yeah. even the Transformers movies aren't even fun. Yeah. I can't. I don't understand what's going Last on. Last night was just terrible. I, they're all crap, man. Yeah. But they make a ton of money, man. Um. So I mean, and then again, like, I complain about them making remakes and all this stuff. But if I'm a business person. Am I gonna? Yeah. Am I gonna go with something I'm not sure about? Yeah. Because I don't have I don't have MCU money. Yeah. Okay? I don't like to talk about less episodes. I don't yeah. have all that money to play around with and make Shang Chi and Eternals <laughs> and Guardians of the Galaxy four whatever the heck I want to make. Right. Yeah. I can't do that. I got to make sure that this movie is gonna make some money. Yeah. I'm gonna go with hey that movie made a billion dollars. Yeah. I'm just gonna make that again. Yeah. No, I get I get yeah. I get the business side of it. I just think that we have to start like. So I think we can say. That was successful, and and stop using successful and good. Yeah, in, I the, got in you. the in the same sentence, right? Like someone can some horrible pop singer can release a single, and it can be successful because right, it, it, it yes, because it gets <laughs> Lady Gaga, it gets um, a ton of downloads, streams, it gets yeah. a ton of plays, and it gets uh, whatever it's it's on the top of the charts because it was down, because it was downloaded so many times. Right, like that can be successful. Was it good? I think we need to start separating those two terms from themselves, yeah. right? Because there's been good movies that were not successful. Oh yeah, hundreds, a lot of them. Right, Scott Pilgrim. Boom. Yeah, boom, right there. Boom, roasted. <laughs> I mean, that's such a good movie, it but is. It, it has such it, a little it following. Make as much money, yeah, yeah. So. Money doesn't always equal success necessarily, right. like in terms of. Whether something is good yeah. or worth watching. Well, in some worth watching is the better question. Or worth listening to. Or worth listening like, to. Yeah. Or worth playing. Anything, right? I am a church going Christian. I do not listen to Christian music. Never. And the the reason the reason why I can't get into it is because nine times out of ten, what I hear on the Christian radio is not good. Like, like it's not in good terms mu- of music. It's in not terms good of music. to me. Yeah. It is not good. Yeah. Can it be successful? Absolutely. Because it's pandering to a specific audience. Is it good to my ears? No. 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 Kind of like Christian films. hundred percent. Yeah. Those are, by the way, this episode is sponsored by pure flicks, pure flicks. the <laughs> Christian Netflix. <laughs> Watch the movies maybe, or don't. The only people in that commercial were white people. 
Wow. And on that note, <laughs> and they probably get treated better than the people in any of these dystopian futures. Because you know what? When you, the one thing I noticed is when you're marginalized, you know, I was, I, okay, well, forget all that. So I was actually surprised <laughs> to see a black commander in, uh, hunger, uh, what, what do you call it? In a handmaid's tale. There's a black I was, commander. I was. I saw that. And like, I was like, "What?" Yeah. When so when they're in DC and you see the the one black, I was like, "What is he doing there?" I actually because I, they would not allow that. I actually think they would allow that, and it made me think McGillie's not so bad. <laughs> That's exactly why they would let you allow, that. Why they would allow that? Yeah, we we had one president. Yeah. Anyway, uh, if you want to email <laughs> us, you can email us at it's going to get stupid at gmail You can tweet us at igtgs show. You can, you can go, go to Facebook, facebook.com slash it's going to get stupid. You can uh, do something on Instagram and it's going to get stupid. <laughs> you can go to YouTube, watch our live stream when we're streaming on Sundays. Uh, search for it's uh, going to get stupid podcast. And search for it's going to get stupid. I was almost there. I'm sorry. Anyway, and you can watch us live and then you can phone in. Yeah. At 281-698-7538. Yeah, we'll read your, uh, we'll have your call live on the air, or we'll, we'll read your email on the air, play it on the air, do something on the air. On the air, guys. We'll do it on live. On the air. Kawabunga. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> you can go to the website at it's going to get www.itsgoingtogetstupid.com. And on that note, uh, here's hoping that we don't have a dystopian future. So, Snowpiercer, I, you know what? I think it's a good movie. I would watch it if you haven't seen it yet. The hype is real, honestly. I still like the ending. I'm a big ending person, so yeah. don't take that for anything. Elite Battle Angel, fun to watch. Didn't care for the story. Yeah, still, you know what? I don't even know if it'd be good on the little screen, but on the big screen in the IMAX is really cool. I did see it at home. Yeah, so yeah, I mean whatever. But some of those entertainment movies you just got to see. Yeah. Uh, also, do not let dystopian futures happen. Speak up, speak <laughs> out, speak loudly, and don't let anybody lower your voice or cover your voice or cover your mouth. Or put you in a coffin. Whatever. One of the three. One of those three things. Don't let that happen. Nobody puts baby in the corner. Don't let baby get put in the corner either. Because she'll be eaten by Chris Evans. 